I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey, you guys. Happy Tuesday. Welcome back to the news du jour. So less than a month, you guys, less than a month until the midterms. And if you're someone who's like, why do the midterms matter again? You are in the right place, babe, because this is a place where you can ask that question and I will have an answer and no one is going to judge you. So the midterms are where basically congressmen, whether it's on the state level or the federal level, are running for re-election. And that affects like all of the laws. So it's a huge deal if you care about Roe versus Wade being overturned, for example, either direction. If you care about what's going on in your state, if you're pissed off, let's say, uh, as an example, that schools aren't funded enough that we're not doing enough about climate change. Whatever issue you're affected by, these are the people who have the power to do something about it. So put people in place who are going to champion what matters to you. Because don't wait until you're pissed off and then you're like, shit, I've got to remember to vote. Now is the time to vote. So if you live in Oklahoma, you have until Friday to register to vote If you're going to be casting a vote for governor and for both of our Senate seats. Yes, both of our Senate seats, you guys. So if you're not registered, go get it done ASAP. Again, you have until Friday. So got to do it now. Just do it today. Do it tomorrow. Then be sure to cast your vote on November 8th. Now on to our show. So first up for today, we have... Putin's revenge. So Putin pretty immediately has enacted a quote unquote mass strike. He is clearly furious over the bridge that we discussed yesterday and has gone on a rampage, you guys. This was the biggest assault against Ukraine that Putin has made since he first invaded. He hit cities across the entire country with airstrikes, knocking out power and other important services like water systems as he went. At least 11 are dead from the airstrikes now, and some are likely civilians. He hit a playground, you guys. A kindergarten classroom was damaged in these airstrikes. The mask is off and there's no more pretense that Putin will avoid hitting civilians or even children intentionally. It is unlikely, however, that this will have a big impact on the war, per se. It's not like these attacks will help Putin gain ground or win territory. 
but he's most likely trying to scare Ukraine away from any other major slaps in the face, like what just went down with the bridge. And this will also appease his cronies and his loyalists. Biden condemned Russia's attacks publicly, but did not announce any response from the U.S. through aid or sanctions or any other avenues. But G7 leaders are actually meeting today, you guys, virtually to discuss what's going down in Ukraine. As a reminder, the G7 is the U.S., France, Canada, Germany, Japan, and the U.K., The world is bracing for more drama and bloodshed at the hands of Mr. Putin. But Putin's own people's response? To flee so as not to get dragged into his murderous mess. Igor, age 49, told Reuters, quote, I don't want to shoot anybody. That's why I'm in Georgia, end quote. And he's not the only one. Igor literally peaced out from Russia on his bicycle, you guys. His bicycle. In the dead of night. To avoid doing Putin's dirty work. He is one of tens of thousands of men, if not more, if not hundreds of thousands, who do not approve of the war and refused to be dragged into it. Alexei, a 33-year-old man, spent six whole days waiting in the line to leave Russia. He didn't even sleep the first two days that he was in line because he was so afraid of losing his place. Both Alexei and Igor are just regular guys in Russia, one working a marketing job and the other working in media. They have no interest in fighting a war for no good reason. Kind of a funny image, though, amid all of the heartbreak. These big cities in these neighboring nations uh, that neighbor Russia, in them, long lines can be seen at places like internet cafes and banks and shops that sell SIM cards because all these young men coming from Russia are trying to set up a new life for themselves in these foreign places and keep in contact with their families. The arrival has actually created these kind of mini economic booms for countries like Georgia, Turkey, and Kazakhstan. What's tough, though, is that a lot of these countries don't have the best history or relationship with Russia, so a lot of the locals aren't super enthused about thousands and thousands of random Russian men just flooding their towns and cities, but It's happening regardless. So hopefully everyone can get along and band together in their disdain for the real culprit here, Putin and his inner circle. So next up for today, we're going over two different climate related stories. First up, landslides in Venezuela. Oof, they have left dozens missing, y'all, and 22 dead. Many more are actually thought to be trapped in their homes by mud. Oh, just the thought of that. Of course, it was very heavy rains. 
that overflowed waterways, carrying away trees and electricity poles, flooding businesses, homes, and schools. The country is preparing now for three national days of mourning following the deadly storm and beginning their cleanup. Approximately 20,000 homes were affected in the area and the Red Cross has moved in and declared a disaster zone. And guys, if you see it, it is a disaster zone. Cars are just like sticking out of the mud, dented and covered in debris. Homes are completely leveled in some areas. Whole city blocks, it looks like, actually. Animals are being rescued. The works. It is just heartbreaking to see these photos, you guys. But it isn't just Venezuela. A recent storm, of course, hit closer to home and affected people just as much. For our second climate-related story, Hurricane Ian has left thousands of people destitute in Florida. A woman named Alice told her story to the AP. She said that her belongings were destroyed by the hurricane. Toys, clothes, furniture, all of her prized possessions are gone. Insurance can only do so much, you guys. It takes a long time to pay out, and money can't replace keepsakes and heirlooms. She said, quote, I am just trying to make it to the next day, end quote. Two different men in their 70s are known to have taken their own lives after seeing their belongings trashed in Florida. The death toll for Hurricane Ian is now up to over 100 people, but many more victims are likely yet to be discovered. The amount of damage is in the billions of dollars. Homes have been reduced to splinters and scrap metal. Mold is taking over interiors that still remain flooded. Many residents are left without a home or a car and only what they were able to throw in their suitcase. These types of events, as we know, are only set to keep coming and stronger and more frequently. Until we find real solutions to climate change, of course, more and more people will be walking around this world just barely getting by barely making it from day to day, and just living in survival mode. One man said of it, quote, I lost the first 30 years of my life. Every time I hear the wind blow or a piece of aluminum shift, it's like PTSD, end quote. And you know what? It might actually be legit PTSD. Living through a disaster like this is so traumatic, especially depending on what you personally saw and experienced. Our hearts go out to all those who lost homes, belongings, loved ones, or pets in these storms. If you need the disaster distress hotline, the number is 1-800-985-5990. And you can also find that number in our show notes. It's 24 hours a day and 365 days a year. And that is the news du jour. 
Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, we must discover the power of love, the redemptive power of love. And when we discover that, we will be able to make it out of this old world into a new world. Love is the only way. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider becoming a patron of our podcast. For $7.99 a month, you can unlock tons of perks like breaking news text messages so that you're never out of the loop, tons of bonus episodes are already up there ready for you to binge, and a discussion board full of networking opportunities and much more. Go to www.patreon.com forward slash sugar-free media today to become a patron. This is the best way to support our show. Our patrons make news du jour possible. But a couple other ways to support our podcast are rate and review on whatever podcast platform you use to listen, share on your social media, you have influence, tell your friends, family, and colleagues that you love news du jour and why you listen. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram, just sugarfreemedia, all one word on TikTok, and sugarfree underscore media on Twitter. We also have a weekend newsletter called Dreamers Digest that's full of dreamy content recommendations for your weekend and a life update from yours truly. Sign up today on our website, www.sugarfreemedia.co. Our music is by Joey Lavoy and Nicholas Foster. Our cover art is by Hannah Pierce Photography. Our Sugar Free Media logo is by Katherine Jezik Designs. Any twinkling or little footsteps you might hear in the background are by my dog, Rhett. He's a rescue pup and always records with me. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from... Oh. Oh.